Hi, I'm Phil Newman and welcome to the Impact Online podcast. We are so glad you're here. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Church Online. It's my privilege to share a word that's burning on my heart for you today. My topic today is the fruitfulness of dying to dreams. Here we are the day after Christmas, and there's been so much planning and preparation for this one special day of the year, and I trust that it was a wonderful time of celebration with family and friends. However, this is the last Sunday of 2021, and it's time to reflect on the year that just was and begin to prepare our hearts to engage with a new year. COVID has disrupted the best-made plans. You know, we're living in a world that's turbulent of change, affecting each and every one of us, and perhaps Christmas this year was a reminder of what you have actually lost. Perhaps the dreams that you've died to in 2021, it maybe is a reminder, it's just not the same as it been in happier times in the past. Maybe there's a sense of lost where things have never been the same. Perhaps family relationships have been changed due to death or divorce, or perhaps your children have left home with a bad attitude and living amongst bad company, or perhaps relatives are ignoring you instead of standing with you, and things may never be the same again as they were, and perhaps friendships, you know, has never been the same because perhaps it's due to misunderstandings or disagreements. Perhaps careers have been lost, or businesses may have failed or suffered, or finances may have disappeared, or perhaps there's major health issues to become a, a concern to you right now, or perhaps there's been opportunities that have been lost, perhaps appearing never to return again. And I want to say today that's okay, because we're going to learn the principle of dying, the fruitfulness of dying to our dreams. And today, we're just going to step back and look at the big picture in the eyes of God and not the limitations of our failed expectations. And Jesus gave us a profound verse in the Bible filled with wisdom. And it's actually found in John chapter 12, verse 24. It says, truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Jesus is teaching us that if we learn the principle that we sow, the death of our dreams to Him and release it to God, that even greater fruit will come as a result. And today we're going to look at Mary, the mother of Jesus, and she actually died to her dreams, as we're going to discover. But she saw eventually a greater fruitfulness as a result of receiving God's dream for her life. And the very first point I want to share is that dreams turn into disappointment. You know, Mary was only 16 or 17 years of age. And she was engaged to the man of her dreams, the love of her life, a man called Joseph. And no doubt, Mary had a dream of a fantastic future. She was going to marry the man whom she loved. And, and however, we discover it would never work out the way that she thought. There was a major disruption is about to take place. No doubt she was dreaming of her future, of a loving husband, a, a, a beautiful home, a, having children, having the respect of their close family and their friends and their community. But then she had an angelic visitation that was about to disrupt the dream that she had of having or living the perfect life. And in Luke chapter 1, verse 30 and 31, it says, the angel said, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favour with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. 
Now, the dream from God was about to bring much pain to Mary. Think about it for a moment. Mary was a virgin, virgin, and she was about to conceive a child by the Holy Spirit. Never heard of, never happened before. She was going to be pregnant before marriage. And that was never to be tolerated in the Jewish community. And everyone would be talking about it, judging her and gossiping about her. Her fiance, Joseph, he experienced anger and pain. And he was disappointed of his dreams as they were shattered, as they were about to begin their life together. And he pursued a divorce. Now, it was customs in that, the custom of that day in order to break an engagement because it was so binding an agreement that actually required a certificate of divorce just to end an engagement. And she faced the shame, the ridicule, the scandal, the isolation of her friends and family because God redirected her life in a way that she never thought or asked for. Her dream of a perfect life was over. However, we see God speaks to Joseph also in a dream and confirms what Mary said to him And they became a united team in in caring for this miracle child, Jesus. But it doesn't take away the scandal and the public's shame and suspicion over their lives. But Mary's challenges didn't end in the first Christmas. Right after Jesus was born, in fact, eight days after he was born, she took him to the temple to be dedicated to the Lord. and, And God was about to remind Mary of the great pain that she would experience because there was a a priest called Simeon and he prophesied over Jesus as the soon coming Messiah. And then he turns to Mary and he challenges Mary's thinking with a prophetic word to her. And this is what he said in Luke chapter two, verse 34, he said, behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rising of man in Israel and shall be a sign that is opposed. And listen to this, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also, so that the thoughts from the hearts of many will be revealed. A sword will pierce through your soul. It was a devastating pain that she was about to experience. And it was referring to to Mary's life as her son Jesus would be criticized, hated. People would be plotting and scheming against him, that he would be beaten and abused and tortured and crucified on the cross. There is nothing worse for a parent than to see their child hurt and to suffer and you can do nothing about it. And, And she gave birth to Jesus anyway. And sorry, away from her friends and away from her family in in a lonely stable. And and then we find afterwards that Herod, King Herod got word that of Jesus and and actually sent people to try and kill him. And as a result, they had to flee to Egypt for the protection of, uh, for Jesus in exile. Years later, they returned to their home in Nazareth when Herod eventually died. And Mary did not get the perfect life that she wanted or dreamed for. It was was not a life free from scandal and pain. And we've all had dreams that have never worked out as we thought. And what I call the expectation gap. You know, we have an expectation that's high. We expect great things for our life. And quite often we experience things the opposite that are low. And between what's high and low is what I call the expectation gap. 
And how we respond in that expectation gap will determine our future, either good or bad, you choose. We may not always be able to choose what happens to us, but we always get to choose how we respond to what happens to us. I see this principle right through the Bible. We see Abraham expected to have children, but he experienced barrenness. Joseph expected his brothers to be kind to him, but he experienced his brothers trying to kill him. Moses expected to be the deliverer of his people, but he experienced the disgust and the disdain from his people. David expected to be anointed king, but he experienced the anger of Saul who tried to kill him. Mary expected, had an expectation of marrying with a life of significance and success, but she experienced the struggle of survival as they fled to Egypt. You know, life has a way of turning our dreams into disappointment and maybe at the end of 2021, you've seen your greatest dreams become your greatest disappointments. Well, today it's time to turn them around as we die to our dreams and sow it to God. The second thing we need to learn from this today is that disappointment turns into decisions. You see, Mary's response to Gabriel's life-changing news over her life was one of submission. Submission to the will of God above her own purpose and will and desires. She died to her dream sowing it to God and said yes to God's dream. In Luke 1 verse 38, she said, Behold, I am a servant of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word. Mary displayed a major life lesson. As we sow our disappointments to God and we let it die, as we sow our disappointments, God promises that he will resurrect them and they'll bear much fruit. You see, every death in Christ is followed by a resurrection. You know, years ago, early in our marriage, all Eva and I wanted was to have children. Now, after 10 years of marriage, you know, many of our friends and family were having children, but we were unable to have children. And can I say, disappointment touched our lives. You know, we were happy for others, but inside, it was a deep pain within us. You know, we explored the IVF option and Yvonne experienced an ectopic pregnancy where she almost died. And yet in that time of pain, God said to Yvonne, would you be prepared never to have children? And her response said, she said, if I have Jesus and have no children, I have everything. She died, we died to the dream. However, soon after God re redirected our focus and he opened the door for us to adopt two beautiful Korean daughters that have been the delight of our lives. God had another plan for us and another plan for their lives, but we need to be prepared to give up in order to go up. Mary chose to give up her dream. She said, I will die to my expectations. She said, I will die to my hopes and dreams. I will die to my desires. I will die to my plans. I'll die to my preferences. I'll even die to my reputation. And in the middle of a pain of disappointment, she made a decision that altered her future as she put God's dream above her own dream. Her purpose came out of her pain. 
God never wastes a hurt. Through the sacrifice of surrender, though we find that in Mary's life, it turned to one of significance. When we go through disappointments, we can choose to either get bitter or better. It depends on the I. Our disappointments become God's appointment for even greater things. However, it does require that we let go of our dream and we embrace God's dream for our future. But it's dependent on our decisions that we make. We won't see it unless we're prepared to die to our dream and sow that to God. Make a decision today as Mary's example. Let it be done to me according to your word. You know the word that God says, I'm saved, I'm called and saved with a holy calling. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. You planned the days for my life when as yet there were none of them. All things work together for good. My life is not my own. I've been bought with the price, the precious blood of Jesus. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm more than a conqueror through Christ who loves me. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. Not my will, but your will be done. My grace is sufficient for me. His strength is made perfect in my weakness. I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Make your decision today based on the Word of God. And here's a key truth. You know, here's the Word of God. Can I encourage you to, to lift the level of your experience to the, to the Word of God? Don't try and lower the Word of God to the level of your experience. You see, our decision is either based upon what's good for me or what's good for God. Our choice is either to run to God or from God. And unfortunately, I've seen way too many people walk away from their destiny and God's dream for their life because of wrong decisions. It's about what's good for me, the easy road. The third thing is this, decisions determine destiny. In Deuteronomy 30 and verse 19, it says, I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. You see, there are many life-defining moments. And when we get to choose, either brings life or death to you, but also to generations that come after you. Mary did not love her own life, but she rather gave it up. She surrendered her life to the will and the purpose of God and his plans instead of her plans. And, and even when it cost her dearly, it wasn't about her. Our lives, it's not about our comfort and convenience, but living a fruitful life that will reach others, love others with the love of Jesus Christ. As we begin to consider 2022, what's God calling you to surrender? What dreams do you have right now that he's calling you to let go as we leave 2021? What obedience are you avoiding because it feels too costly as we enter 2022? What hopes have you buried at this Christmas? Consider Mary today, consider her surrender, her, consider her hardship and sacrifice, but then consider her great joy. It comes, yes, as you say, uh, it comes as you say yes to God's plan for your life. 
In 2022, there's a brand new season that God has for you and your future, but it only comes as we prepare to let go of our past and die to our dreams, the old, our old dreams, our old ways, and say yes to God's future. As Mary surrendered to God, she, what God did, He conceived and implanted a seed of promise in her womb for the future. And I believe right now that as you say yes to God, that He's going to impart and implant a seed of hope, a promise for the future by the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. There's great fruitfulness that comes out of dying to your dreams. As we enter 2022, say with me, Lord, let it be done according to your word. Your dreams may turn into disappointment. Disappointment turns into decisions, but decisions, right decisions, turn into destiny. So today I challenge you, will you pay the price Will you say, Lord, not my will, but your will. I surrender my dreams in order to pick up your dreams. Remember, every death in Christ is followed by a resurrection. Will you just follow me in this simple prayer of surrender to the Lord today? Dear Heavenly Father, as we end 2021, we release our dreams and our disappointments. And Father, we die to what was. But God, we invite you, Holy Spirit, not my will, but your will be done to embrace the future that you have for my life. Lord, we thank you that you've given us a future and a hope. And I thank you even this day, new dreams, new hopes, new desires will be imparted by the power of the Holy Spirit to everyone at that point of disappointment will come to God's appointment today in Jesus' name. And I just wanna close by saying, today, if you're away from God, you're not living for Him and you wanna say yes to Jesus, Today, I want to invite you and encourage you to simply say, today, Lord, I want to start following Jesus as my Lord and Saviour. And as you do, your life will change for now and eternity. God bless you and have a fantastic 2022. Thanks for listening to our Impact Online podcast. We release a new episode every week and you can access all our podcasts, videos via our website. Visit impactchurch.me for lots of extra resource. We'll see you next time at Impact Online.